Currently in moose piss right now. Pain is undescribable. Welcome guys, my name is DK, and in this video we're going to be talking about the six-game NBA DFS slate on DraftKings. The sponsor of the video, that would be Parlay Play. Guys, if you're not on Parlay Play, it's a player pop site. You're building out slips of player pops. Can win up to 155x your money. All the sports that they offer are up here on the top. So if you do want to give it a try, you can use the code DKDFS or the link down below. That'll give you a hundred dollar uh, match bonus. Basically, if you put a hundred dollars in, you'll get a free hundred dollars to play with. Um, and if you do, click the link and deposit. It does help support the channel. And if you guys look for more content, as always, uh, more in-depth stuff for DFS. Uh, I mean, we do roster construction videos, remain showdown slate, player pool, if then statements. Live stream every single day before lock, all that good stuff. Also, uh, offer more content for player prop stuff. Check it out if you are interested. Um, Patreon. Okay, so let's recap this just insanely tilting night. I think I have a sneeze coming on. Hold on. Uh, had a little pump fake there. Oh, there's nothing worse than when you get that. You feel like you're about to sneeze, and then it doesn't come out, and you just get like, it's, it was like a pump fake. I was like, is that really going to happen? Then finally got the sneeze. <laughs> All right. Um, so, yeah, I mean, this, this night, man, like I said, I'm, I'm, current, I'm residing in moose piss, and that's not an over-exaggeration. It's just insane, man. Oh, let, me, let me show you guys the prop stuff, right? I mean, I am just private, man. Have the game stack in Brooklyn, Golden State. New bull, te bull teams are going on short rotations. Just need average game from Steph Curry. Chalks the 25x. YouTube play. Looking good. Nick Claxton plays 19 first half minutes. Hook. Just, just so, so, so much pain. And then for DFS. Come on. What did I do to deserve this excruciating pain? Excruciating. Bonnie Walker injured after four minutes. One slate. About three quick ones on Tyrese Maxey to punish the best DFS players in the world. You bet. Woo! Oh. Talk about this in the stream too. Like Maxi was only projected. If you look at like ownership projections across the industry, like ten to fifteen percent. I said if that is correct, uh, like that, he's the best tournament play of the slate. In high stakes, he ended up being forty percent. So the sharks were all over him, um, and he just three quick ones and then a random massive blowout. But the game that I fade, hoping that it would blow out, right? The chalk Lakers Hornets game. Stays competitive somehow. It was like a twenty-five point game in the third. I'm thinking yes. You know, the AD, Brandon Miller slappies are going to get punished. Uh, you know, could be a good night. And at that time, the 76ers game was competitive. I'm like, oh, okay. This is actually shaping up to a decent night. I think I can still cash with Lonnie Walker, uh, with the Lonnie Walker injury. Um, no, Hornets go on an insane run. Um, and uh, 76ers can't hit a shot in the fourth. And then talking about this, that's Warriors game. I mean, it went like 50 points under the total. Cam Thomas shot 2% from the field. Um, Okongu was a ghost in the fourth quarter. I also had his over fantasy score. He did absolutely nothing. 
Um, I was I was really high in Kaminga's contrarian play. He came in at sub ten percent. He absolutely smashed, but it just didn't matter. So, uh, I mean, that's DFS most nights is tilting, but this is my this is my DFS therapy. Right, I gotta get this off my chest, man. I should do. I know. I, you guys should reply to me on Twitter and, and in the comments. I love it when you guys share me your bad beats too, because it's like we we have to deal with this every night. It's an, we we put ourselves through this pain, man. So, I'm I'm on uh, I'm on full tilt mode. The prop stuff, the hooks, this a 25x by a few points. EFS, Lonnie Walker injury, Cam Thomas two percent two percent shooting, Maxi three quick ones in the first six minutes. Can't make it up. Can't make it up. All right, so let's talk about this slate. Houston, Indiana, the first game here for the Rockets. You got no Van Fleet, no Tar Eason, so I'm expecting. Um, more run for uh, Amen Thompson and Aaron Holiday. My guess is they start Thompson, but they could start Aaron Holiday too. We'll see. Um, whoever starts is going to be a good play, and whoever comes to the bench is still going to be a solid value as well. Uh, but uh, usage bump for Shingoon, Jalen Green, Jabari Smith. I mean, Shingoon here against the Pacers, I think looks really good, even at a 9K price point. Uh, Jalen Green kind of uh, came back down to earth but last couple games, but again, he looks better without Fred Van Fleet. Um, Jabari Smith looks a little bit better. He dealt some foul trouble. So those three guys benefit. Um, Dylan Brooks at 4.4K. You know, should continue to see around 30 minutes. He's a reasonable value. He'll probably see a slight uptick in usage. And then, like I said, Thompson and Holiday both look good. I prefer Thompson. Um, you know, he's a better point guy of the two. Um, so, yeah, and he's a stat sheet stuffer. And then I think, you know, Cam Whitmore probably gets a little more run as well. Um, he's been averaging around 20 minutes off the bench. Maybe he sees, you know, 25 or so minutes. There's actually a lot to like here for Houston. Great matchup. Missing two main guys in Van Fleet and Atari Eason. We've got to the Pacers. You got Halliburton questionable, Jalen Smith questionable. I think Halliburton plays. Um, it's just injury management. And um, yeah, I think he'll play and play like low 20s minutes. So we can't get to Halliburton yet. Jalen Smith also has been um, playing as well. So I'm assuming he will be available. With that being said, it's kind of hard to prioritize anyone, assuming like everyone's in. I mean, you got Siakam at 8 3, who had a huge game last time. I'm not tilted whatsoever about that because I played in the previous slate, if you guys recall, when I stacked the Pacers. Um, and he was the one let down. So no, 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 no. I know I'm just so, so incredibly happy for Pascal on the 50 bomb that he put up last game with a fully healthy team, right? Woo! Miles Turner, I mean, the minutes are just frustrating. Right? The, the price is cheap. I think he's playable for tournaments, but yeah, the minutes have been a little bit annoying. Naismith continues to play huge minutes right now. I think he's a solid option. Ownership will play a big part in what I do here. If he's going to be popular, I'll, I'll probably fade, but if he's relatively low-owned, I'm fine playing him because in competitive games, he's been playing huge minutes. A Benedict Matherin, I mean, always in play for tournaments, and then yeah, if like Halbert misses, you can look to like McConnell and Nemhard, they'll split the point guard position. For Dallas, Axum and Lively both missed the game tonight. You saw Kleba start, had a once again another solid game. Um, I think since this is a back-to-back, he's a candidate to possibly rest. So we'll see about that. Um, Luca, Kyrie, you got Luca 12K, Kyrie at 8.5. I think factoring in salary, I do slightly prefer Kyrie to Luca. Um, and then, yeah, kind of hard to get to Hardaway. Josh Green had a solid game tonight, but his price is up. Uh, Kleba, if he starts again, I like him. I think he's a solid value play. If he misses, he'll probably get like Rashawn Holmes, Dwight Powell kind of splitting the center position. Maybe even some small balls like Derek Jones Jr. or Grant Williams. For Brooklyn, so they basically ran a seven-man rotation tonight with, once Lonnie Walker went down. Lonnie Walker played four minutes. They ran a seven-man rotation tonight. Now, Ben Simmons should be back, but I don't expect Lonnie Walker to play. So 
I'm thinking they're going to run an eight-man rotation. Starters, Cam Thomas, Bridges, Claxton, Cam Johnson, Dinwiddie, with Ben Simmons off the bench, with Royce O'Neal off the bench, and with Dennis Smith Jr. off the bench. I think it'll be eight-man rotation. Um, but uh, yeah, Cam Thomas, obviously, he's in shock when he's out there. He shot 2% from the field tonight, but we know the ceiling when he's making shots. Mikel Bridges is a little bit of a letdown, but um, he continues to see big minutes. Uh, Nick Claxton, I mean... Yeah, the, the only issue with Claxton is with Ben Simmons back. I think his minutes are a little bit more in question because kind of with Ben Simmons back, um, you know, Ben Simmons basically plays the backup five. So that does kind of cap the minutes a little bit on Claxton. Cam Johnson was on pace to play huge minutes. He also got in random massive foul trouble to punish the Sharks that played him. Didn't win DSJ. Again, they're continuing to kind of go with the hot hand. It was DSJ that, that outplayed him tonight. DSJ is also a little bit cheaper. Um, once again, ownership will play a role in what I do with those two Nets guards. If everyone's going to flock to DSJ because the last game, then I think Dinwiddie is an interesting kind of contrarian play there for tournaments. Um, Royce O'Neal, reasonable value as well at 4.1. So there's a good amount to like here for the Nets. And Ben Simmons, I don't think we can get there yet. I think he's going to be limited around 20 minutes, um, unless we hear that he's like full go. But I think they're going to be very, very cautious with him. Atlanta, Miami, this is a really just a disgusting game. Two teams, good defensively, slow, low total. Really not much here. Not at all. I think this game will basically be a full cross-off. Paolo and Franz, they've been leading the way offensively. 8-4 for Paolo, 7-1 for Franz. I mean, they're not they're not out of play, but it's hard for me to prioritize any of these guys. A Carter Jr., 5-5, continues to play like around 30 minutes of competitive games. Uh, Cole Anthony's basically been out of the rotation. If you want to take a shot in like Fultz or Suggs, be my guess, but there's really not a ton that I like here for Orlando. Kind of the same for Miami. You got Hero probable. He's expected back. He was a late scratch last time out. Bam, Jimmy, Hero, Jir, all playable, you know, all in the 6 to 8K range. Um, I would say Bam's probably your safest uh, bet of those main guys. But, yeah, I mean, they're all, like, reasonable plays. I don't think any of them stand out. Bam, Jimmy, Hero, Rogier. Uh, But, yeah, these guys all should see 30-plus minutes. The Heat did it on an eight-man rotation last game, but that was without Duncan and without Hero. Duncan's questionable. Um, I mean, Love, he's playing the backup five to Bam. I think he's an okay punt play because he's not a bad point per minute guy. 17, 30, and 19 fans points over the last three games. Reasonable punt play. Um, we'll see about Duncan. If he's out, you know, Jay Rich, Martin, you know, Hawkeyes even could be could be viable value. So we'll see. Um, Memphis and New York. I mean, this is just this is just a headache, man. Uh, for Memphis, you got Jaron and Tillman Doubtful. Vince Williams, Aldama, Conchar, Rose, Questionable. The last game with all those guys out there in an eight-man rotation. If all those question players are out once again, then we're going to be going heavy on Memphis and more so with the value plays, right? With guys like Hurt and Tosan and Trey Jemison and the guards. Um, you know, I would expect like Gigi Jackson, Kennard, and Pippen to kind of lead the way offensively if all those guys are out. If all the question players are in, I mean, I think like Vince Williams and Aldama would be solid tournament plays. He rose. I just don't know how many minutes he could play. Right, he played what sixteen minutes in his first game back. So, yeah, this seems kind of a headache. Definitely got to keep an eye on the news there for New York. I mean, I'm expecting like a seven man rotation once again for the Knicks. Randall, OG, and Grimes all out. They literally ran a seven man rotation last game. You saw three minutes for um, three minutes for Malachi Flynn, and that was it. Brunson, Dante Divincenzo, Josh Hart, and Chua all played forty plus minutes. Hartenstein played thirty three minutes. He was in foul trouble. You saw, what, 20 minutes off the bench for McBride, I think like 10 minutes or something for Jericho Sims, and three minutes, 15 minutes for Sims, and three minutes for Malachi Flynn, and that was it. So, I mean, it's hard not to like the Knicks here once again. Brunson looks amazing. I think the only concern here would be potential blowout. Like I said, we'll see who exactly is available. You played, what, 45 minutes last game. Uh, love the ceiling on Brunson. DiVincenzo, Hart, Achua, these guys are all very safe. They're just going to play huge minutes. They all played 40-plus minutes last time out. They're all reasonable price points. I like Isaiah Hartenstein. He dealt with a little bit of foul trouble last game. 
He should play mid-30s minutes. All the main Knicks look great. And then I don't hate McBride for value. Played 20 minutes uh, last game, 29 the game before. I think he'll be in the like 20-minute range, low to mid-20s, maybe somewhere around there. He's not the best form for a guy, but he's cheap. And he's the one guy off the bench you, you should expect a decent run from. Minnesota and Chicago, fully healthy Minnesota team. Um, I mean, I think the main guys look decent. Anthony Edwards, 8-4. Carlton Towns, 7-9. Gobert, 6-9. I think factoring in salary, Ant will probably be my favorite option. But um, yeah, it is a little bit tough to pick between these guys when they are fully healthy. But I think all three are reasonable options. Like they're they're solid plays. Gobert does seem a little bit underpriced. Cat and Anthony Edwards maybe a little bit underpriced as well. Mike Conley, 5.1. He's like a filler play. He should play mid to high 20s minutes. Relatively high floor because of the assists. Reasonable play. Nas Reed, we know he's a good point for a minute guy. He'll play low 20s minutes. Like, kind of everyone in Minnesota, for me, is like a secondary play. McDaniels, if he avoids foul trouble, should play 30-plus minutes. Like, he's a reasonable value play. Um, I don't really know if he can get to NAW. Slow-mo is really, really cheap. So, I guess he's in play because of the price point. Um, so, basically, like, everyone, all the rotation players, I think, are, like, solid plays for Minnesota. I don't know if I'm going to prioritize anyone, though. But if I land on one of these guys, like, I'm not going to be mad about it. For Chicago, so they've been running a very tight rotation. Kobe's probable. Torrey Craig's probable. Caruso's questionable. Caruso misses. I think like Javon Carter, Torrey Craig should benefit minutes-wise. Maybe you get some minutes for Drummond alongside Vooch. But last game, all the starters played 34-plus minutes. So again, Chicago continues to, to run their starters into the ground. Vooch, 7-7. DeRozan, 7-6. I know it's not necessarily the best matchup, but these guys uh, are playing big minutes and are leading the way offensively. Same with Kobe White. Um... Oh, I, I think all the main bulls look pretty good at their respective salaries. Once again, ownership will, will play a role in what I do here with the, the main three bulls. Um, Iodasumu, I think, is a very good play at 5'6". Again, he continues to just play massive minutes. Russo Sumi, he's in. I think it's pretty safe, too. Played 37 minutes last time out. So, like, all the bull starters, I think, look pretty good. Kind of tough to get to Drummond at 5K. Again, he'll back up Vooch. Maybe if Caruso misses, they'll try to play, you know, the Twin Towers a little bit alongside each other. Torrey Craig is 3-2, played 14 minutes in his first game back. I think he could be a potential value if Caruso misses. Uh, but yeah, no one really on the bench played uh, much last game. Oklahoma City and Utah. I mean, Oklahoma City listed like 25 guys on the injury report. But the main guys, uh, the one that's really important is obviously Jalen Williams. He's questionable. I'm um, also Casey Wallace. Um... Because if those two miss, then like Gideon Dort, I would expect to both play like around 30 minutes in competitive game. Aaron Wiggins has also been firmly been their rotation. Um, he played 33 minutes in double overtime last time out. So he could be a potential value. Kenneth Williams could be a potential value if all those guys misses. He played 26 minutes last game. Um, so yeah, we'll see on, on some of these questionable players. But top end guys, I mean, Shea at 10-5, I think looks good. Like super high floor plus ceiling. You got Shad at 7-5, reasonable price point. I think he's a good tournament play. And he would look a little bit better too if Jalen Williams misses. Um, so anyway, Casey Wallace has been starting with Jalen Williams out. Um, so he would benefit if he's in and Jalen Williams is out, but yeah, we know what the thunder and the about like, like spot starters like that. Like they, they do ride the hot hand. So it is always a little bit scary targeting any of these like value Oklahoma players. And finally, Utah, you know what I'm going to say, right? They're a fully healthy team and they also ride the hot hand outside of marketing. And Markin's the one guy you'd expect big minutes from. I would just say like project him for low to mid thirties minutes every single night. So he's a solid play at this price point, but everyone else is tough. Sexton and Clarkson and, you know, Dunn and, and Deontay George. It's really hard to say. I will, really hard to pick between these guys. Um, I will say the minutes have been decent on Keontae George, my boy, recently. 27, 22, 21, and 25 minutes over the last four games. He's at a reasonable price point. I think he's a solid value. Chris Dunn continues to start and play, like, high teens minutes. I think he's 
decent. You got Fettuccine Alfredo that continues to play like mid-20s Mets. Like a lot of these Jazz value plays look similar. Oh, Linick continues to play like high teens and low 20s Mets. He's a good point per minute guy. You got Kessler and John Collins splitting center position. Last time, uh, Kessler played 27 minutes. Um, Collins played 24 minutes. Uh, and then, yeah, Clarkson, Sexton. Like, the minutes on Sexton were a little bit disappointing last time out. Clarkson struggled in the first half. It's just ownership will, once again, play a part in what I do with the Jazz. Um, because, yeah, like, outside of marketing, it's really hard to feel confident in anyone's minutes. Um so, but yeah, like all the value plays, I think look pretty decent, right? We mentioned like George and Dunn and Fettuccini Alfredo and Olenek and Kessler. I think they all look like pretty good. Um, so we'll see an ownership. Like, for example, if if one of the Jazz value plays is getting a lot of ownership and the other's not so much, then maybe you could look to the low roan options in tournaments, right? Um, but yeah, that's going to do it for the Jazz and that's going to do it for the video as well. I'll have a prize picks video up after this. Thanks again, guys, for watching and we'll see you all in the next one.